You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You're here with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we welcome you to our metaphysical, vibrational, feel-good flow, where our feet are deep in the sand, deep into the earth, loving the physical, but knowing there is so much more. So we welcome you to this hour-long journey where we take you to that new place, that new expansion point, and we are once again going to delve in to step five. Can we hear it? Woohoo! <laughs> for many we're of you, living it. We're living it. We're loving it. For many of you who might be new to the Abraham teachings, we welcome you. Welcome into this uh, wonderful, trippy Allison's <laughs> door, Alice in Wonderland door. Um, We are talking about the creative process, which is something that I can never, you know, get enough of the idea of how creation happens. How is it that we're creating our reality? And I love, you know, these leading as teachers as they sort of break it down. Doesn't it feel good to have steps? I like that feeling, you know, it it helps it feel more, um, you know, not structured, structured. Yeah, like it's not uh, haphazard. There is a process in place. And as we put our focus on that process, we're able to experience it and then add momentum to it because it's all happening all the time. But isn't it fun when we can just nudge it a little bit <laughs> where we can feel a part of the creative flow, where we can feel actually leading the creative flow. And, um, and that's really what we're talking about when we talk about the creative steps. So, um, so our Abraham teachers, they talk about step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. Um, and many of us have been hearing, I don't know, we've heard step one, two, three for what, 10 years, maybe? At least. I was going to say more. Yeah, right. Step one, you ask. Step two, source says yes. That's always my favorite step. Source says yes, no matter what. <laughs> Step three right, is because we don't have to do anything. You like that step because it's not about us, right? I love that step because it's not about us. It's simply, and I love this idea that the universe is always saying yes, 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 yes. Um, when you move into that authentic place of, of who you are, what you ask for, your desire, the universe is just a big old softy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe it hasn't been as long as 10 years because that book, Ask and It Is Given, was written in 2010. Wow. But I know it was before that, but still, I just, it seems like it's been forever on some level, but 
Yeah, it seems like it's been a cornerstone of the teaching. So, the, and then step three is, which is really where I think we've spent the lion's share of our learning the laws of attraction. And that is how do you align with the yes? How do you really vibrationally step into the point of receiving the receiving of the yes? And, you know, we talked about getting into the vortex and we talked about, you know, focus and pivoting and all those sorts of wonderful skills that these scrumptious teachers have given us over the years on how to align with the yes, to be in the receiving. Now, what I always loved about one, two, three, because you know what, they're fantastic three steps. I love this idea that there are some people who spend their whole life in step one. There's nothing wrong with that. I just kind of want to explore that for a minute. This idea that there are, you know, beings and souls on the planet who are just going to be asking all their lives from the contrast. And I think some of us know some of those people. I know I do. Where and I, I used to push against it, you know, where there was be constantly this why and why not me or or or, or people who are really bringing on some super big contrast and, yeah. and not really being able to move into the alignment part. And um, I don't know. I remember I was at some point. I remember reading or hearing something on a workshop that said, you know, just bless those step oneers. And, and, you know, I, I've gotten to that point of, of sort of making peace with that, that, you know, not everyone is going to do all the steps and, and we want to be thankful for the step oneers who are asking. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, I, I, it's interesting because to me asking is a confusing one because a lot of people think that asking means the physical asking or saying I want something, but really it's the energetic asking. So your mind can be saying one thing and your energy can be saying something else. So it's a very, um, it's an awareness building step. So if somebody's still on step one all the time, they might be second guessing or getting stuck between their head and their heart and what they're vibrating, what they're thinking, thinking, feeling. Yes. Yes. And also those who really um, don't want to have any part of the the opportunity or don't want to really want to step into the believing that something is out there giving them what they want or giving or giving them a vibrationally an opportunity where there's just this, hey, this is how it is. This is the, the hand I've been dealt and uh, I'm just going to ride that out. You know, <laughs> I don't want to hear about expansion points. I don't want to hear about divine beings. I don't want to talk. About, you know what I mean? It's just like it's not their cup of tea. It's not something they care to talk about or think about. And, and you know, part of me just wants to receive that and say, you know, and, and sometimes when I, I have certain friends or people that I've worked with and they're just glorious step oneers, man. They just push and push and ask and ask and rock it and rock it. And anyway, so it's a fascinating step that asking. The fact is we're doing it all day, every day, whether we know it or not. Things are not going the way that we want. And we're asking even with our thoughts and our desires and our, our wanting for something else. The fun part is when you get to the idea that source always says yes, that our job is to align with the experience of it being done but then the fourth and fifth step come Mary now the fourth and the fifth step have only been I don't know in the last year or two years right I mean that's relatively new well the fifth step just came right around the Alaska cruise that we first heard about it so it's only been six months or less three months four months wow 
Wow. So the universe is really, um, through these teachers, revealing the co-creative experience with with the divine. What an ex- extraordinary blueprint that we've been, been given. And it really is a blueprint because I think we fill it in with the details of our lives and we fill it in with how we see a certain step or see a certain perspective. So step four um, was just really the the living in the vortex and, and allowing that alignment state to be more of a predominant state of your existence. And I think, Heather, you talk about it so eloquently in your experience of just sort of at some point in your life saying, you know, no matter what, I'm going to embrace this step, no matter what, I'm going to embrace the divine. Yeah, I think step four for me kind of is making peace with where I am realizing that the contrast is isn't isn't you know a problem like if there's nothing wrong going on here and then step five for me is like owning and feeling and getting that it's benefiting me and knowing it's benefiting me yeah I love that part so the acceleration of this creative process from these teachers is that in step five we get to the point where we're not even pushing against the contrast anymore we're actually realizing that the contrast that which is going in an opposite way that we want or going differently than we want is actually tailored for us by our broader knowing by the divine so that there is you know there's a pony in there there's something on the other side of that contrast as we allow it to show us more clearly what we're asking for more clearly what we're wanting um, that it gets to be even an exquisite relationship but here's the key in step five is you really do need to surrender in a big way there there is just this deep um, deep allowing of the contrast exactly the way that it's presenting itself without having to spin it you know? Yeah. I, it, it's so, I love um, doing exercises. One of my favorite exercises with um, my business, either business people or people that want to shift things in their life is the column list, writing what you don't want and then writing what you do want. And then how are you going to feel when you have it? Um, and I love that writing what you don't want because so many people are scared to look at what they don't want or why would I look at that? And, oh, this is kind of a waste of time. And I said, you know, if I gave you the exercise and said, come to me and tell me all the things you want, you'd have three or four things, maybe five or six things, and they'd be great. Um, but they wouldn't be fabulous. But if I send you to a laundry list all the things you don't want, and then once you're done with that, then you take one for one correlation of, okay, if I don't want this, what do I want on the first item? And then the second item, if I don't want this, then what do I want? And then you come to me with the list of things you want, which then you can, of course, throw away the list of what you don't want. It's just leading you to what you do want, but with so much more clarity and so much more juice and so much more vibrancy and so much more detail, so specific, you know? The list is so long and and really clear. So I, and you know, people kind of look at me at first thinking they're wasting their time and then after they do the exercise, they're like, oh my gosh, I learned so much more. I've never done my goals this way. They call it goals. I don't call it goals, but a lot of people do. They're like, I've never done my goals this way. This is amazing. I, I would never do it a different way. You know, like this is it. 
Yeah, it's it's through the dark that gets the light. And, uh-huh. and and I think it's embracing that process. But one thing that I'm really hearing in the fifth step, and we're going to play a track in a minute here to clarify even more what these wonderful teachers are saying, is that step five is at this place of um, really being unconditional in how things are and how they need to be in order for you to be happy, in order for you to feel your truth, in order for you to feel aligned and joy and all the things that we talk about that we want when we get what we want. But it really is a bold step to claim the feelings and emotions that you're wanting now without the conditions matching up. And I do think that what step five is giving us is a spiritual maturity that I'm really enjoying. Um, this idea of truly seeing through the eyes of source and being able to have the future eyes knowing that it's already on its way, that what you're wanting is already granted, but not really having to have it right now in order for you to feel the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that step five is, is time for, you know, big girl, big boy relationship with the divine. <laughs> you know, It's the mature relationship <laughs> with the divine because I think you're, you're beginning to see and think and feel what the divine feels, which is unconditional. Unconditional. Yeah. You know, a God and source spirit, whatever you call it, is not waiting for something in hap- to happen in order for it to be blissed out, in order for it to have experiencing great joy and great rapture, you know. Um, and I think that's what that's leading us toward is, is remembering that that's, you know, it's all here right now. It's all here. I, I had an amazing step five story a couple years ago. I didn't know about step five then. Um, but I still, it comes back to me all the time. And it was this experience, my family and I, we went whale watching and it was on one of the windiest days of the year. And the swells were like 20, 30, 40 feet. And we're out in the middle of the ocean. And both my youngest daughter, uh, my older daughter and I were like vomiting over the side of the boat (laughs) the entire time. And she's like, mommy, I'm so sick. And I'm like, baby, I'm here for you. But I was throwing up too. Like I couldn't do anything for her. I couldn't do anything for me. So we're both laying like over the edge. She's got her knees all skinned up from like kneeling on the thing. And she had shorts on and they're all bloody and stuff. And it was just like so weird to look out at the horizon and see the beauty of and the abundance of source and like be throwing up and <laughs> loving every second of it. It was this slow motion like this is the weirdest thing I've ever felt in my life. I am in so much joy right now. And I didn't know what it was. I was like, what the hell is happening? You know, it was just really interesting. But every time I th- I've thought about that at least a thousand times since then. And then when I heard about step five, I'm like, that was step five. I was in it. <laughs> in the contrast, retching your guts out, but still enjoying the journey. I was enjoying every moment. And I have never, I don't know if other people enjoyed throwing up. I've never enjoyed it before. And I've never thrown up since. But it was just this slow motion. Everything stopped. And it was like, you know, even though I was moving and everything was happening, it was it was a slow motion moment. And it was like the universe said, we are delivering this just for you. You know, that that's what we're going to talk about. So I just thought I'd have to share that story. Well, I, you know, it is true that in step five, there is a deep slowing down of what's happening. It's not getting caught up in the reactionary emotions. There is a slowing down, I think, of 
being able to be at peace when you're in the midst of news that would otherwise be very upsetting or information that should in the past, maybe in the past has sent you reeling. And, and, you know, like we were talking before the break, there were things that would wake you up in the middle of the night to a, you know, a nice night sweat terror, you know, but that in step five, there is this way of um, coming to deep peace with the fact that what's happening is happening. And there's no need to struggle. And like Houdini, <laughs> the straitjacket releases when you stop pushing against it. Uh-huh. And and there is a slowing down. I like that a lot. There is a, you know, a, a deep feeling of trust that what is happening um, is happening for an opportunity. And when you're slowing things down and at peace with what's going on, you're going to see the opportunity. You're going to see the ability to see the whales <laughs> as they come swimming toward you. Um, you're going to have the opportunity to see the broader view and, um, and night terrors be damned. They no longer work. They no longer are a part of your way of working um, through life's extraordinary journey. So we're going to come, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about this fifth step. We're going to play a little bit from our recent Abraham Hicks workshop so that we're able to anchor any more this gorgeous, amazing, beautiful process that these teachers have just basically handed over to us as the blueprint of our co-creation with Source. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters. We'll be back after the break. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Ray and Heather here on Everyday Attraction, the Feel Good Flow. We want to first shout out before we get back to our topic today, our sponsor is Nerium EHT Brain Enhancing Supplement. Many of you may have known Nerium and its positive business leader, Jeff Olson. They have some fantastic anti-aging products, which we both use lovingly. Um, But now they have teamed up with some leading scientists from Princeton to provide an all-natural supplement for cognitive health. So we love being in the meta, but we sure love being in the physical, and our brain is such a beautiful part of that. They're calling this supplement EHT, and it's for all ages and all stages in life. So if you'd like to give your body everything it needs 
needs for clarity and vitality for thinking and feeling what we call the feel good flow um, we would invite you to check out EHT it's a mood enhancement memory focus it's really a supplement for your brain and it's patented exclusively for Nerium and it's available today um, Heather has set up a site to check it out to find out more about it she calls that site Nerium delirium.com that's nerium d-e-l-i-r-i-u-m.com click on buy products at the top or you can ask heather about her experience as well Um, you can find out more about us and all the things going on at our website everydayattraction.com and of course our blog which gives you more information about the show but you'll also see on the website book a session which is with our channel our resident feel good sister channel Heather she is an alignment coach and a spiritual business strategist so if you're needing some assistance on how to work less even 50% less and still really get amazing productivity I encourage you to call her for a channeling session Um, she can turn work into power play Uh, so book a channel session with with actually now half off rates uh, so we thank Heather for doing that. Don't go it alone. Book a session with Heather. Give it to yourself. We're here to support you. That's everydayattraction.com. Book a session. And make sure you join our list. You'll see that we have a list on um, the website. And we'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to know, let you know what we're up to. And before we get back, um, we want to just give you our Feel Good Flow Essential Oil of the Week. As you know, my little vibrational partners, the oil this week is wild orange, which is actually the oil of prosperity. You know, we love being in the physical, whether it be your brain or whether it be your wonderful physical body. We want to give it the best ride we can. And wild orange is something you can put in your water to cleanse and renew. You can breathe it in in the afternoon for an awakening uplifter. So wild orange, I call it my gateway drug, my gateway oil (laughs) to the wonderful and healing effects and, and wonderful enhancements that essential oils can offer us. So to find out more, again, go to our website, everydayattraction.com and click on Feel Good Products. It is good to be in the physical. Mm-hmm. It is it's good. It's good to feel good. It's good to feel good. And it's good to be in step five, um, which I think is one of the most ecstatic and blissful steps that the Abrahamers, the Abrahams have ever given us. It has been, I think for me, a permission slip to just relax in a deeper, deeper way with all that's happening and all that's unfolding. And then even when things that come out of the seeming blue, where you would want to rail your fists at the sky and say, but I know better. Um, There is a, you know, a softening to the contrast that happens. And I think that's part of the excitement of, of the step five knowledge that if you know what's happening, you can enjoy the roller coaster ride because you know that it's actually safe, <laughs> that it really does end well um, in whatever is unfolding. There is a, <laughs> there is a divine hand. So um, let's listen to a little bit of a recent workshop that um, someone in the hot seat sits down and really delves into living step five. So let's listen. Feels so powerful. I love this audience. I love everyone here. I love life. I just wanted to be, I heard you say to someone else, well, 
I was trying to figure my question. I finally just gave it up and said, I'm going to get up there. And I want to just express this because I want to learn to express it more and not worry. Well, when you feel like this, you see what you're feeling. Feeling like this is the way you're supposed to feel. And when you feel like this, talking about feeling like this, feeling like this with other people, this is the way you practice feeling like this. And feeling like this is what gets you everything you want. And everything you want is feeling like this. Yes. 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 It is such an amazing way to be. And you called it step five. But when you start learning that the contrast is serving you and you just have to look at it a second and then turn here. Being in alignment, it took me not a very short while you know, to get here. You know, the day that Esther began appreciating step five, even before we called it that, yes. was the day she realized we had guided her to a problem. Oh. Because the problem was the step toward the greater solution that she was looking for. Yes. Yes. Really, Abraham? Really? This situation is what is bringing the clarity that I really want? Yes. And so when you realize that it's all part of your... Of course, when you're sure-footed, when you're doing that dance, then bring it on, yeah? Yes. My whole life has been that as I look back on it now perfect life yeah everyone in it was perfect yes my mom transitioned a year ago and she's here my dad before that but i found her diary from 1939 to 1943 it's a daily diary and she i assumed allowed me to find this and just to see who she was at 18 19 which you cannot see is just mind-blowing and I think one of the questions I was going to ask if I got up here is how do I communicate more with her? But then I heard you say, no, it's already happening. You're communicating. She's communicating. She's a part of you. She's a part of Abraham. My dad is. And it's the best family ever. Ever. Wow, the, um, the ecstatic nature of that woman is really palpable isn't it mm-hmm. i mean you could just hear it in her voice she's she's just really firing on all those proverbial jets you know <laughs> and um and i love how i can feel abraham in that that message matching her yes and saying this is how you're supposed to feel all the time <laughs> right you know it's so interesting you said that because I don't know if you've noticed this. I think we all have it that when we're around certain people, we just feel always good, you know, and then we're around the other people. And then all of a sudden, like I sometimes will find myself saying something little snippy or snide comment. And I'm thinking, gosh, that doesn't sound like me. I don't usually do something like that. And what I realized is that I do this thing where I subtly match the vibration of the other person. And I don't know I'm doing it, you know? So it's like there's this matching vibration that that we pull out of each other magnetically. So I think what you're saying is that that she and, and, and well, that's, of course, how she got picked out of the audience, too, to come up there. Yeah. They were vibing on the same frequency. 
and that it's contagious. It really is. And, and sustainable. See, that's the thing that I think step five is delivering is that we used to think that, you know, falling out of the quote unquote vortex was the nature of the game. And, you know, that was okay. And, you know, that it's okay to feel bad. But I think what they're delivering to us is this idea that we can feel ecstatic more of the time than we're even allowing ourselves to, to feel that high, that, that really kind of careless, um, gorgeous connection to source, careless in the sense that we don't have a care in the world. You know, we've, you know, we've, we've stopped worrying. We've stopped trying to make things happen. We've stopped controlling or the, you know, pretending to control circumstances. It, it really is. And I, it's an ecstatic feeling. Um, but I thought it was so interesting. And what I wanted to slow down in that particular track was like, you know, all that you want, anything that you want is because you want to feel like this and feeling like this will bring everything you want. Yep. And you love that. That's like a beautiful geometry, right? Yeah. If we can just step into that ecstatic feeling without circumstances needing to provoke it. And that's what I was talking about with the spiritual maturity. And I put that in quotes. It's not like we're getting old and rigidy, but we're just, we're really realizing that it's, it's really our opportunity to step into. We're not waiting for God. We're not waiting for the divine. We're not waiting for things to line up, you know, so that we can react. We're really, you know, we're becoming the one that says yes to the ecstatic. Um, yes to the blissful state. It's powerful. It's so powerful and it feels so good and it's so worth it. You know, there's that time that I remember when I used to say, I'm going to hold my energy high and I hope it works. And then I would find something working here and there. And then I'd say, I'll hold my energy high just a little bit longer and then a little bit longer. But I always was kind of like checking in all the time and to see like it hasn't worked yet is it is it still working is it going to work tomorrow you know there's that still little wavering piece and now I just know now it's a knowing you know I'm just going to hold my my vibration high no matter what and when it dips it dips because I'm asking for the clarity and the universe is is delivering us the contrast that we exactly we asked for right they deliver it for us exactly the way we need to see it And that whole piece of you can't get it wrong and you'll never get it done. Once we really, really, really own that, there isn't anything to worry about. If we, if we really can't get it wrong and we will never get it done, what are we, what are we doing? You know, but, but fun. Why why aren't we having just the fun in every moment? Yeah. I mean, there is that feeling too, where I've noticed how noisy resistance is, like how noisy it is and the quiet, um, connection to source that happens when you stop the struggle, when you stop in the midst of contrast, you know, even, even having to figure out why is resistance, right? Even having to figure out, um, what did I do to deserve this? If releasing all of that, I think what's really interesting is when you release the noise of resistance to what's happening and you realize you're being guided to the problem. Oh, is that just a rev? That's just like a revelation. You're being guided by broader knowing, by circumstances um, and, and situations beyond your comprehension. I mean, if you're being guided to a problem and through a problem, you do really want to just shut up and 
<laughs> take note. <laughs> you know, and see. Shut up and get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Something, per- you know, and I love that Esther was saying that, you know, that Abraham was actually showing her step five before they called it step five, you know, because I think that she was probably pretty peeved the moment she heard that source had been guiding her to contrast where she'd been trying to work so hard to stay in the vortex. But there is this beautiful symmetry that suddenly happens and, um, and it really is this idea of perfect contrast, even though that sounds crazy to most of us, you know, how could it be that this is allowed? But when we see that the the creative force and the way that things create is through this contrast piece, we begin to see that it's it's so necessary. You know, it's so necessary to forget who we are in order to create an expansion point so we can remember who we are. And it, it's this kind of beautiful dance that's happening. Um, and of course, you know, do we have all the answers? No. Do we know why things are happening to people? Of course not. Are we ever going to figure this out? It's really not our place, but can we in our own quiet moment be at peace with what's unfolding and be able to move into that excited, ecstatic place that says, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be the relief I was looking for. This is going to be exactly what I've been desiring on the other side of this. Yay. It's powerful stuff, you know, it really is powerful. Actually, we have to take another break. So <laughs> this stuff, it's like the time moves so quickly as we get into this fifth step too. Time begins to have a great momentum, but stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and across the world <laughs> with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. We'll be back. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
Welcome back from the break. So we're talking about delicious step five and the wonderful Abraham teachings as we do every week here on the show. And and we're playing a little bit from a recent Abraham Hicks workshop. And of course, we encourage you with all our hearts to go to abraham-hicks.com and just download, purchase, get on their monthly list. Or if you really want to go for it, be like uh, Heather and I and get on the all you can eat glutton program <laughs> where you get to hear everything that they say but um but we're so grateful for these teachers we're so appreciative of the dialogue that we get to have with you our abrahamic brothers and sisters because i know many of us who are attracted to this work we do feel like a community don't we when we light up on this stuff and we're like oh this is home this is where i've been so many of us feel a great kinship with each other and we we just enjoy having this conversation with you all, taking it to the leading, bleeding edge and jumping off into even more flip side living, as we like to call it, because Abraham always flips it for us. And they're about to flip it again in this last part of this segment that we're listening to. And Heather, I don't know if you heard that last point where she starts talking about her mom mm-hmm. and her mom making her transition and wanting mm-hmm. to communicate more with, with her mom who has transitioned. And I do feel like this is a huge gift that the Abrahams are offering to all of us to to be more in communication with those who've transitioned. So let's play just about two minutes left of this track so we can talk a little bit about um, the other side of this ecstatic living, and that is connecting with all those who are now living in broader knowing. So here we go. And it is so helpful when you, instead of thinking about communicating, instead of you think about receiving, in other words, notice how often a thought comes to you that is stronger and clearer than the details of your moment really have defined. And realize that you are in the receiving mode of their perspective. That's really the most delicious way to receive communication. Don't try to talk to them. Let them talk through you. In other words, feel their awarenesses, feel their enthusiasm. Because, you know, the group here has benefited enormously by getting to taste your enthusiasm for life. Imagine the enthusiasm for life your parents now have. And so they want you to taste their enthusiasm for life now through your life. You see what we're getting at? Yes, yes, yes. Really good. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Oh, wow. That was just like... Yes, yes, yes. I know, right? She did have like a really orgasmic yes going on through that whole thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so good. But I mean, of course, just in that that little piece, we could go on for hours about all that they're saying here. And but I just love this idea of, you know, sometimes when people make their transition and they move into the non-physical, we're immediately trying to communicate with them as if we're trying to have a regular conversation. And I thought the Abrahams were so generous and so clear in that idea of, you know, don't try to communicate, just try to receive, receive a mode of their perception. And when an idea or a thought pops into your mind that comes from absolutely nowhere, just sort of, you know, you decide like on a new potato recipe, you know, mashed potato, or so, I don't know, just something comes just completely out of the seeming blue, just be in the receiving mode and know that they may be feeling um, ecstatic enthusiasm for life through you. Don't you love that? Mm, it's so true. It's so beautiful. And I always laugh because so many 
times people will say, well, how did you know that? Or, you know, psych- when you're psychic, that's so weird. How can people know things? And Source always laughs because they're like, we're the same Source in each of you. We know everything. Know. <laughs> There's no secrets here. So if you don't want somebody to know something, you know, don't, don't, um, be it, you know? <laughs> and so Source will like tap me on the shoulder or whisper in my ear, you know, say this or th- say that. And then they'll say like, oh, wow, how'd you know that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, the Source in me is the same Source in you. So you can't, you know, don't hold back. There's no secrets. There's this We're, transparency. Yeah. Trans- yeah, transparency. Might as well align. We might as well align with our own inner being. <laughs> exactly. But I just love this this perspective that they give us on the fact that those who have transitioned out of the physical into the non-physical are still tasting, tasting the enthusiasm for life on the planet through us as us. You know, I think part of the grieving and suffering that we all experience when people transition is that we haven't allowed ourselves to really experience and and call it out that those who have passed on who have been meaningful to us are still experiencing life as us through us i think it's a real trip it's a real acid trip for most of us you know to see the fluidity you know there's not just one of us in here you know it's just a whole montage of experiences you know and thoughts and ideas and I mean, I love the idea of tapping into anyone who's transitioned because you know that you have access to all that they are and all that they were and all they're still maybe wanting to express through life, you know. Um, it really opens up the floodgates of possibilities and um, in this idea of being able to have a new type of communication and relationship with those who have transitioned is really something I love so much. Um, and being able to know that those, they're different, like the, the those energies who have transitioned and who've, who've moved into an ecstatic, expanded state, they're going to be different than who we knew. Oh, yeah. You know? But then, but we have to be willing to, to perceive them in their nowness, because if we continue to see them as they were when they had their bodies and we're not going to be able to be open to receive all their information. So it's a lot of it's in our own ability to allow, you know, because our mind is so powerful. So if we saw them as a, some, you know, angry person that we thought they were when they were alive, it's going to be harder to connect with them in their, um, vibrancy of love and light, ease and flow, even though, they are that. <laughs> exactly. But I'm really understanding in a real clear way how this is part of the step five process. Oh, but, yeah. You know, because I do think our biggest contrast that we experience on planet Earth is the transition of someone we love, um, whether it be at the end of their life when they're 107 years old, or it be in a time where we call earlier than it should be or whenever, or, or when we love someone and they transition, I think that is some of the biggest, fattest contrast we can have on planet earth and now stepping into this place of having um, not lost them but to have a new relationship and to have an expanded dialogue and to have them guiding and moving in and through us and tasting I love that word because you know us the feel good sisters love to be in the physical so the idea that they are tasting life through you um, it really just totally shifts the conversation it shifts it so much to a point of 
of not um, being full of grief, but being actually expanded because and with their transition. Um, I, re- I don't know if you remember, I'm tra- this workshop's coming back to me now. I'm getting a um, tap on the shoulder about this experience that w- was in one of the recent workshops where the woman had been with her father as he transitioned. And then he immediately was able to converse with her and say, okay, I can't give this to you for very long, but here's my new experience, my new expanded self. And she was actually blissed out. I mean, be blissed out for, I think she had said three months after he transitioned. Um, Mm. just, she was just impervious to any lower emotions. Um, and I, I was thinking, wow, imagine this woman going through all the motions that we all go through the funeral, the, you know, the, the process with other people being ecstatic. How, I mean, I couldn't even wrap my mind around that. And yet I know it to be true. It is true. I didn't hear that one, but that happened to me when my mom passed away. It was amazing. Like I had never been more clear Talk about clarity, and I think that's what they're saying about step step five living too. Is that so many people? And I don't, I don't know if I if I ever thought that before. That one, some of the biggest challenges we experience in our bodies is when people transition. So I've never, I've never heard that or felt that in my own body. So now hearing you say that, I'm realizing that a lot of people have that experience. And so when when my mom passed away, I had the most amazing clarity and vibrancy. I've never felt more alive in my life, never felt more clear, never felt more peaceful and free, 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 free. So I don't know if that was me experiencing her, her experience of leaving her body was being free or what, but it was amazing. It's that dance that's interesting. And um, I do think that our culture and you know, many cultures have practiced and even in our languaging, the idea of them being lost and being gone. And I think it's in our languaging that our grief and our um, sort of stuck ideas of what transitioning is uh, plays itself out in and the suffering that happens for, you know, uh, for years and years and decades and decades after people have released someone into the non-physical. And again, I know that the contrast is serving us and um, and the transitioning of others is part of that contrast. But I'm so grateful for Esther sharing her new relationship with Jerry. Yeah. Which is just ridiculously fabulous. And, um, you know, and I just am so grateful for her opening up to that process because it is kind of loony. <laughs> The way that he is writing with her and, and they're having conversations and ideas and, you know, to the average Joe, this is outright crazy, but it feels so Thank God we're not average. (laughs) Thank goodness. We're not, we're more on the crazy side than we are, but I just love the, um, the opportunity to explore that and to have, um, you know, allow that understanding to be something that's not just for Esther. It's for all of us to be able to have that experience and to be able to continually um, feel this ecstatic experience, even through what can be the most challenging times, you know, and, um, and, and I just have this great humor too, with the way that Esther has shared uh, her new experience with Jerry. And, and yet, 
yet he is not the same and yet he is the same like he carries right. like she can recognize him separate from the abrahams right mm-hmm. which is interesting so that there is some semblance of personality that's recognizable and yet it's different so it's really quite an interesting puzzle um to put together and because i think you know as esther shares this experience the fact that she can di- differentiate the experience of Jerry, the way she had experienced the, the the feeling of her father having transitioned from the ecstatic group that is the Abrahams is very interesting to me. And, um, and it shows the many layers of the relationships that we can have. Yes. And I think that that piece of, um, that soulful like peacefulness in our hearts is to realize that the body itself isn't the majority of who we are. And yet from their perspective, they enjoy our bodies so much because they get to play through our bodies. But when they leave their bodies, they're really just right where they were before. They're just missing a body like, Oh, little minor detail. (laughs) Right. But you know, I think it's so funny because this idea that, um, other energies are entertaining themselves through my body is a little bit disruptive and yet I'm open to it, but it is a little funny, isn't it? It's like, well, was that my, you know, my thought or was that Abraham Lincoln's thought? (laughs) And I think that that's, what's really cool about it and being a channel. I think that's why so, so many people think channeling is kind of odd or off. And a lot of people aren't willing to channel because it is odd to have another essence moving through you. But then when you think about it, we're all, that oneness and so we really shouldn't think we own our bodies solely you know what I mean like who are we to say nobody else can access through us you know it's a trip it's really talk about releasing the physical and embracing the metaphysical because um if there's more than one of us in here um it it really is kind of exciting to step out and claim that infinite intelligence to claim the experience and the wisdom you're not on a solo journey you know you really can begin to utilize this knowledge and be able to tap into the intelligence into the experience into the broader perspective of so many who have passed on before and um my husband and i are big fans of this show called the nick which is um it's a show about a hospital the knickerbocker hospital in new york a hundred years ago you know and we're watching this show and we're thinking this is the dark ages i can't believe the things they're doing medically and the things that they're doing socially it's so you know it seems so backwards and yet it was only a hundred years ago and i think part of our expansion is that those who've passed on are not done with things, you know, the, the modern quote unquote modern world. And what is typical for us today will be a hundred years from now. Ridiculous. <laughs> right. It will be ridiculous. So I know this communication with um, the non-physical is really going to be quite in vogue a hundred years from now. <laughs> Yay. And it is, it, it's more so now than it was. Um, it's just, it's so fun to really amp up our senses and let them like 
get all excited. So I, I wanted to just invite everyone because I've been on this sweet thing. I don't know if it's because Halloween or just the baking and the this and that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've gained like 20 pounds, but it, oh, it tastes so good. And so I was thinking, well, what if, and maybe our listeners want to do this with me, what if every time we ate a bite of food, we thought about who, what's the essence of non-physical enjoying the food through my body and, and eating food with that mindset, you know, that mindset of like, I'm only going to eat the food until the joy of the non-physical is, is gone. <laughs> I love and it. And that's enough because so much yeah. of the eating it's, um, just as an example is that, um, busyness or stress. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, Oh, I didn't even realize I had three servings of that. And I didn't even taste the, anything past the first 10 bites or something, you know? Yes. I <laughs> love that idea. Distraction. And so if we're like, Oh, I have to be present because I'm going to feel, let source feel through me what it tastes like, or let source smell through me that wild orange that Ray was talking about, you know, or let source feel hear yeah. through me that music that's so amazing. We have a broader audience than we even know. And we're, it, it is great fun to open up to that infinite intelligence because you can give them the ride of the taste and the smell, and then they can give you all the answers that you need to know on that test or all the places that you need to go in your business, or yep. they can rendezvous you with everyone in the book because they know everyone's number. So it is kind of a give and take and it's a dance and we hope and we invite in and hope that in this hour, you've heard something that will incite a broader perspective, an opportunity for you to really let go and let your life be okay, exactly the way it's unfolding and begin to see the magic that's hidden even in the most challenging contrast that you're going through. Well, we've come to the end of our hour and we both send our love to you all and appreciate your willingness to go on this wild journey together as we explore these Abraham teachings and even explore the deepest, deepest desires of our hearts to which source has already said yes to. So we wish you well. Thank you, Heather, for your time. I always so appreciate oh, your perspective. Thank you, Ray. I love you. I love you too, darling. And as always, we say, feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. 
This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.